I remember when we first talked about doing a podcast, I was kind of like, well, where do we start? Then I reached out to a friend who had been doing it and he referred me to Anchor. So first thing I was like, it's free? And he was like, yeah, it's free. And then the second thing I realized that you don't have to have a recording studio. You can do the podcast from anywhere that you want. Uh, they have all kinds of creation tools and you can record, you can edit, and you can do it all from either your phone or your computer. But one of the best, best things for me was when it came to distribution. I was really worried about that, but Anchor actually distributes to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a bunch of other places, so it makes it super, super easy for you. Plus, you can make money. You don't have to have a minimum amount of listeners, and it's just kind of like having everything that you need for a podcast all in one place. And welcome everybody to Half and Half Podcast. Here we are again. What's happening? I miss you. <laughs> Why? I haven't seen you in days. I know. You, you know, ever since you've quit your job, we see each other more now. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah, still not enough though. No, not yet. <laughs> We're going to keep saying yet, right? Yeah. We're going to get to that point. So what's new? nothing man i mean i kind of know we've i know <laughs> we've been here for an hour <laughs> i love it uh, but nothing what's, man what's it's... new in terms of the what we talk about in the podcast world nothing still working it's all i do <laughs> that work work out and eat isn't that the american dream though no <laughs> it's not it's really not we've been lied to our entire entire lives, entire lives dude thinking if you do it the right way you're going to be happy. Yeah. Couldn't be further from the truth. What people don't realize is that hard hard work brings you more money. But hard work means that that's all you're doing, so you don't actually get to enjoy that money. Exactly. And it sucks. Especially when you're a shift worker. Right. You know, most people are like, oh, you make six figures? How amazing. And I'm like, do you know what I have to do? Right. I got to give up my health, sleep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh, A friend of mine who's a doctor, that's what he told me. He says... Uh, you know, they always, you, you always think that becoming a doctor, you, you can make all this money and you have, you know, your eye on the prize of being rich. Mm -hmm. He goes, I don't get to enjoy any of my money. I have nice cars that just sit in the garage. He goes, cause I'm at work all the time. He yeah. goes, my family enjoys the money. He's like, but I don't. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's like you said, man, we've been lied to. Yep. So, um. I'm really excited about today's episode. I've been telling you, I've been actually really excited to talk about <laughs> our la our latest challenge, which I know we'll get into later on. But yeah, yeah I yeah. just we'll ease into I'm it. I'm super excited. About I, it. I I actually am too. I gotta say, um, but let me, let me start off by saying this. Let's take a break on the challenges because I'm getting tired of having to listen to the same shit over and over <laughs> for weeks on end. <laughs> I, 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 all right, I got it. Although, all right, I was gonna wait for my my portion of it, but let me tell you something. Yeah. I cheated. Well, one day. Okay. It wasn't even a full day. Right. But let me tell you why. And I cannot wait for the oh my god, Adrian, and the <laughs> rolling the eyes. So, something popped up on my request, right on on Spotify. They always say, "Hey, here's your new music of the week" or what have you. And I noticed an old band mm -hmm. put up put out a new album. 
And of course, I like this band. Mm-hmm. I loved their first album. We had already spoke about this band because you love their first album too. Okay. And the album came out, and I said, "Eh, Paul won't be that mad if I just spend forty-five minutes on this album." As a matter of fact, I wasn't even going to tell you I did it because mm-hmm. I was for sure I was going to hate it. I said, "Man, I'm just going to skim through it. It's not. I'm breaking the rules a little bit, but whatever, right? I'm not even going to tell him I did it." The reason I brought it up is because I love it. Really? And, and do you know who it is? No, I'm curious. Limp Biscuit. Oh God. <laughs> i knew it that's the exact response i wanted let me tell you though man i'm gonna be totally honest with you i walked in thinking the same thing it was pure nostalgia i had to listen to it just because of who it was three dollar bills was an amazing album um significant other i think was their second one Eh, it was good you know chocolate starfish was the one after that i liked like two songs after that i couldn't do it right even their album that came out in 2011 or 12, um, Gold Cobra, hated it. So I thought for sure, well, I'm just going to skim through it. Dude, they went back to the old Limp Biscuit. They cut out all the bullshit, right? Like the trying hard, I, I guess, to mm-hmm. really stick true to being Limp Biscuit or what have you. Yeah. Dude, this album really blew me away. The bass lines, like I've always loved Sam, um, Sam Rivers, I think his name is, as a bass player, mm-hmm. right? And his bass lines in this, on this album are great. Um, Fred Durst does more singing, right? Just like a melodic. I, I don't know, man. You have to you have to try it. And you know, I think that's what I don't like about Limp Bizkit is Fred Durst, <clears throat> because I think the bass player is good, and I don't and I don't even necessarily mean in what he does. I think just like he's made me like not like him as a person. Fred Durst? Like, yeah. Like, Wes Borland is actually a very good guitar player. He's Amazing, yeah. freaking thinks outside the box. He does some really cool stuff. Um, but the moment I hear Fred Durst's voice, I'm like, oh, God. But you know what? Me being a hip-hop lover. Yeah. He's good at it. He's really good at it. And you can tell this time they just didn't care, right? They're writing for themselves, the way I'm interpreting it. They're writing for themselves. No agenda. No, let's not try to recreate Nookie or what have you. Yeah. And it comes comes through in a raw way. Mm -hmm. There's a song, uh, You Bring the Worst Out of Me, or You Bring Out the Worst in Me. Mm. Fucking great song. You know, there's an acoustic song on here. There's typical biscuit stuff on here. There's like rock stuff on here. Right. I like it, man. I was honestly shocked. Well, I listened to the first song. Uh, I was just curious. Oh, the dad song? Or dad bod? Or what's yeah. it called? I, I thought it was dumb. Yeah. And then I saw on Instagram... Dad vibes. Uh, Wes Borland was like, everybody's trying to figure out this riff, so I'm going to play it for you. And he played it. And I was like, wow, that's a pretty... That's an, a, a cool riff. It's definitely a Wes Borland mm-hmm. type riff. Mm-hmm. So then I went back and I listened to the song again... And then I liked it for the riff, but again, Fred Durst ruins it for me. But I, I'll, I'll go. I, I'm. I need to find time to go and sit there and listen to it and just kind of push through. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to sit down like we've been doing challenge wise and just really dive deep. Put it on the background, right? You know what I mean? Like that's what I did. I was working out when I did it, and that's why I said oh, I'm just gonna. I probably won't even pay attention, right? I'm going to be driving around with my windows rolled down. People are going to be like, look at this dude right here. This motherfucker right here. Look at this guy. 
I know how old you are. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, dude, honestly, for what it was, and you know me, man, 100%, keep it funky all the time. Yeah. I liked it. Okay. I liked it. I had to put it out there. I'll listen to it. I, I guarantee you I won't like it, but... <laughs> I, I guarantee you, I'm you willing... won't either, but... Had you kept up with them, right? right. Like I don't, I don't buy. Th- I no longer. Yeah, like you name those albums, and I'm like, they yeah. had that many albums. I didn't yeah. even know that. I no longer buy their albums, right? right? But because I like them or liked them back in the day, and they were they were they were part of our history, right? They're part of the story, if I, if you want to say it like that. So I always just keep up on them, just check in on them every now and again. Mm-hmm. Gold. If you were to listen to Gold Cobra, which is the one before this, and this album. You, I guarantee you, knowing you, you'll like this one more than the other one. Okay. I'll give it a shot. If I just nothing, wanted to put it out there, Nothing man. better to do. Yeah. Hey, for those of you who are curious and completely turned your back on them, you know, yeah, pop in it. on them. I did it all for the nookie. <laughs> God. That's literally one of the worst songs ever written, in my opinion. I know. But you're going to be singing it all day, I bet you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like we said, we said it on the last podcast. You're all about that hook. Yeah. And they got you. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. You notice that that word just, like, faded as soon as that song came out? Like, everybody was like, I'm never using that word again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, that, and at that point, I mean, I think only old people said, Nookie. Who wants some Nookie? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know I mean? um, so, all right, I'll check it out. Yeah. Um, so, one thing I did want to talk about, if you don't mind, about oh. the latest project. Oh. Like... Oh, yeah, yeah. With the studio. What do you think of that project, by the way? I think it's great. Before I get into it. I think it's a great idea. I can't wait for you to hire me. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those of you listening, um, let me give a little bit of background. So, about, what, almost three years ago, um, I was brought on uh, by, a, a, who's a friend now, who opened up a school here in El Paso mm-hmm. um, to... Um, help him design and open up another school in El Paso. So, uh, you know, I spent several years as a teacher, uh, moved up into administrative positions. So we spent the better part of two years working on this big project. So we opened up a massive $19 million. Actually, I think it might have even come out to a little bit less, but around there. It was in the tens of millions. Yeah. Uh, it's a huge, very different concept um, based on a on a program that we've kind of come together that uh, to create like a program model mm-hmm. um, to kind of give kids a very different experience. Um, and uh, even though it seemed like it was never going to happen because there were just so many obstacles, we did it. And so it drained me of everything that I have. And that's actually, like I've talked about before, why a big part of why I left, um, in addition to just, there was just so much surrounding that. So that school is now open. It's still being fully built. Um, so I'm always looking for music projects, projects to get into. And so my background is other than your own, right? (laughs) (laughs) Whatever it is. So my background obviously is heavily in education. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course there's the music component. So naturally I always had this idea of opening up a music production school right. of some sort. Um, 
I think a lot of it stems back to when we were kids. When 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 Adrian and I were kids, we used to hang out at the Conservatory of Recording Arts and Sciences in Tempe, Arizona, mm-hmm. because our producer was an instructor there. Mm-hmm. And so we spent a lot of time there. A lot of time. And that was, oh, God, those were good times. They were. I can still smell the school. Is that weird? <laughs> like, I think about the... That one big booth that we used to be in all the time, yeah, and I could smell it. Yeah, and it was a great you know smell. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And then going out into the, the court, little foyer, yeah, or whatever to go it is, smoke a cigarette and eat our jumbo jack. <laughs> our jumbo jack. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that always kind of you know intru- that introduced me to the idea of like, hey, I can learn music production. Things were very different back then compared to now, but I really since i was that age got into music production right um so after i left um the organization that i was with i left literally the same month that the school opened Mm -hmm. i was just mentally physically drained and i was like i can't do this anymore well plus the guitars right i mean the guitar business had something oh right that was that was huge yeah Yeah. i wanted to focus on something that was mine Mm -hmm. you know um and something related to music. Um, so, long story short, um, I have decided to um, finally do the music production school and go all the way to do a music production college. Yeah, um, I've teamed up with uh, Mr. Pepe Clark Magana. Shout out to Pepe. Yeah. So, Pepe is actually the drummer of the band King, mm-hmm. K-Y-N-G. And uh, he actually has a school here that does like music lessons, like guitar lessons, drum lessons, all that good stuff. And um, we've partnered up to <clears throat> not only add a component of music production to his school, uh, but I my goal was, hey, I want to do this in the meantime as we work on um, creating the curriculum, the courses, all that good stuff. That, that whole process I just went through yeah. to open up a high school, but now <clears throat> opening up a college yeah uh focused on music production so weird thing is uh me and the founder of the school that i worked with are you know we're we're friends and we hadn't talked in a little while because it was weird you know like he was opening up the school and had a lot going on i just left and i was focusing on the guitars my mom uh my dad well we ran into each other and uh it was like hey why don't we join forces on this too and so we are actually going to be opening up two recording studios. Uh, one recording studio is actually going to be put into that high school that we opened yeah. up. And it's going to be offering those students um, music production courses that they can take. Eventually, the hope is, and we're kind of just right now, these are spitting out ideas going forward. That's going to happen. So we're going to be able to offer those courses to students like after school and stuff like that. Anybody under the age of 18 um that's going to start next year but going forward if we can work something out where i can actually put the college on the same grounds as that high school then it's like having a college and a high school side by side students who are interested in music can just mosey right in from high school into that college um cool thing is is that we've also um we're also going to be putting another recording studio within a a local music store here in el paso and that's where we're going to have again the same as both places are going to offer two things music production courses so learning how to be an engineer Mm -hmm. and also pepe 
is going to be offering his music lessons. So guitar lessons, drum lessons, piano lessons, singing lessons, whatever, at both locations. The only difference is the music store will be like 18 and over. Um, so there's no awkwardness between like having a 50-year-old student sitting in there with a 12-year-old student. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, and then at the school, will be under 18. We'll be able to go there. So there's not a whole lot of details that I'm going to share now, but I just wanted to kind of give the overview of what's going on. And I think it's pretty freaking exciting because El Paso has really nothing <clears throat> like legitimate in terms of music production, engineering, schooling. schooling. Yeah. yeah schooling. You've got to go to Lessons. like Tempe, Austin. And yeah. And, and that, and that's, I'll agree with you there. Um, a lot of what I know is all YouTube. Right. right and the shitty part about it is you can't ask questions you're still kind of like well, i don't understand what that means like what do you you know what i mean and then it's expensive you like more of the technical stuff than i do right like as long as it sounds good right but i've you and i one of our favorite sayings is you cannot sugar the turd <laughs> you can't do it it's impossible exactly right right so you like more of the technical stuff as to me i'm like i don't care how great your production is right. your song still sucks right <laughs> you know exactly I mean? yeah. yeah but i still need to know it right? right like um so yeah it's good that that people have that opportunity because it's like you just said also it's expensive mm-hmm. but you know you go out and you you pay seven eight hundred dollars for this computer program you you hook it up to your laptop and you're like, oh shit, now what? Right. You know what I mean? Then you get on YouTube and it's like, there's vague explanations and, you know, all these guys, they don't dumb it down for you. Right. In other words, you know what I mean? Plus, this stuff is expensive. So in order to get hands on, you've got to shell out a ton of money. That's what I'm saying. You get $800 program. Right, right. And that's just a program. And that's, that's just not, a program. That's not your right. MIDI. That's not none right. of it. You know what I mean? So that's why a lot of people resort to the free stuff like GarageBand, right? And you know me. But I mean, I'm going to tell you something right now. <laughs> you've thrown that word out there more than once. GarageBand, honestly, dude, for people who even say, is this something I want to do? I don't understand what electronic music does. It's a great starter, man. I agree. It's a great starter. I, I do agree. I, I mean... All the headdress stuff that I have that you have yet to collaborate on because we haven't gotten to that point yet. Um, it's on GarageBand. And I could tell you, working with um, Reason and GarageBand, not to say that, oh, GarageBand is right up there with Reason, but in terms of user-friendly, right. it is. Right. You know what I mean? But even even going into that, I mean, you have to, you have to know a little bit about something, mm-hmm. even to use GarageBand. Mm-hmm. My brother, for example, Gussie, he's a great drummer, but he's an old school player, right? He knows dick about electronic music. Right. And I keep telling him, GarageBand, and he'll get on stuff, and he's like, dear, what? What am I doing? You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, quit yeah. knocking GarageBand is what I'm saying. Well, this is, this is what I knock. I don't knock GarageBand because I agree 100% with you that it is a very good starter, especially for if, if a 16-year-old can afford yeah. a Mac or whatever right. and get it, it's free. Um, it's a very good starter. But where I knock it is where you have artists that that's what they use and that's the end-all, be-all thinking oh, yeah. that that's the epitome of right. sound quality production. Oh, I give you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, no, that's like literally, um, that's just a starter. That's just like the yeah, bare minimum that, entrance. To get you to even know if you're right wanting to go that route. Because there's so much into it. I mean, you and I are electronic musicians, right? Right. Um, 
yeah, it's not just a matter of a computer program and go. No, you have to get your MIDI keyboard. You have to understand if you want to do use the machine, if you want to use the Akai's. It's like there's a whole world out there. Right. That's why it pisses me off when people diss electronic music. Because I'm like, bitch, you don't know right. what goes into this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You have no idea. Right. I said, me as, a, as an actual musician, and you know, bass player, guitar player, yes, I love more of the organic feel, mm-hmm. right? And to try to transpose that into electronic music is fucking hard. Mm-hmm. I gotta stop cursing so much. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. It's hard, man. Like, you know what I mean? So, well, but what, and then on that though, I think I think what a lot of people, including myself, the the shit talking that I do when it comes to a certain electronic music, it's, or everything. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's those that don't know music. They yeah. don't know how to play bass, play yeah. guitar, and they sit there and they open up the MIDI uh, mapping, and they're clicking keys to make a piano roll, um, yeah. and they think they're. They, and then they say they're they're a musician. You you just spoke about half of the famous EDM musicians out there, right? But, but they have. <laughs> but I guarantee you, those people have an inkling of what they're doing they they're do not now. just randomly yeah right but i mean at, at some point you randomly scrolled. right but most musicians even when they start off that way are usually like okay i'm gonna actually pick up a guitar and i'm gonna experiment i'm gonna yeah. bring a real keyboard and i'm gonna try to play something yes. you know yeah. and then they expand themselves as opposed to like somebody fresh into that world that's sitting yeah. there clicking the piano roll and then saying, yeah, you like, have look to get... at me, I'm this great musician. Yeah, whether whether you go into full-on p- piano instructions and whatnot, you have to at least know the foundations of what a chord is, how to get the sound that this person achieved, you know what I mean? It's like, these things are all, other than like, you know, the oscillating sounds and stuff like that, I mean, most of this stuff is electronic music, the theory and the notes are based off of real instruments, Right. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but you can tell. Like, yeah, you can tell oh, the absolutely. difference between an artist that is musically inclined versus somebody that's not. Yeah. You can right away tell, and, and they'll you know, send you, you the stuff. You know what's a dead giveaway for me? Hmm. Always 100%? The drums. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. To me, it's right. not It's not just a... Ba, ba, na, na, na. I mean, you can make that melody, right? Right. But when your drums suck, mm-hmm. I know you know dick about electronic music. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. No, it's great, man. Can't wait to uh, see it, right? Can't wait to go in there and see what your school looks like. I think it's going to be great. Like you said, I think it is going to be a, a great advantage for people here, especially in El Paso, oh, as yeah. you mentioned. I mean, we have tons of studios here, right? There's a lot of studios. Now, But yeah. nothing, no, no one's ever taught anything like that here. And there have been some people that have tried, but the thing is, is that I feel like a lot of... What I love about this more than anything is that... I'm combining my two passions. I have a huge background in education, a huge background in music, and I'm putting them together to formulate one. Whereas I've seen studios try to do something similar, but they've only got that music production background. They know dick about education. Yeah. And then, or they've got the education background, but don't know anything about music. Right. It seems to me, like you said, that that is a huge advantage. You know, me being a, a fitness person and I do train people, Sometimes I do struggle on the teaching part. I'm like, how do I put this together for them to understand? Right. Because all I've ever done is I just do it. Right. Now I got to tell you how to do it. <laughs> you yeah, know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. 
Um, and then I think what gave me the confidence was going through that process of opening up the high school. Oh, yeah. Like, dude, people have no clue how difficult that is. Like, God, like, probably the second, no, maybe the second most difficult thing I've ever done. Uh, the first being grad school. Yeah. That was just, but the difference was, is that at least when opening the high school, there was a team component. So <clears throat> Yeah, you Some weren't people, by yourself. Right, right. Yeah. But in grad school, you're on your own, you know? Yeah. Uh, writing a thesis and all that was... That that killed me. I mean, anyways. Again, best year um, of my life. I didn't hear from anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that kind of boosted my confidence and, hey, um, I can do this. So yeah. um, it just makes sense to naturally combine the two things that I love most other than... And then, you know, I'm going to hire you. So then I combine the three things. Exactly. <laughs> and we need that to happen ASAP. <laughs> I, I learn quick you know that. <laughs> you're gonna be the secretary that's fine I know. It's, you pay me you pay me 46 dollars an hour we are golden buddy i'm just gonna pay to hang out with me that's fine 46 dollars <laughs> an hour is my my, my mark uh, can we do 26 i'm just kidding you know what 26 dollars for eight hours a, a week yeah i think i can cover it <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's I don't know. Are you ready to get into the last I am. challenge? I, I want to get into the music portion of this, but I wanted to spring something on you. Oh, okay. I had an idea, okay? I've always wanted to do this, right? I've always had ideas of YouTube channels in, in my head, right? But of course, I don't like doing anything without you. Not that I can't do it without you. I just, to me, it's always much more fun with you. Right. So I've always had this idea of, there's an ongoing joke between a few friends of ours and myself you guys always get mad because you guys come at me with all these bands and i'm like bitch where you been i've heard this band oh. a year ago months ago yep even the other day adam was like adam sent me a band he's like let me guess you already know them and i was like duh <laughs> the fuck you been all right because i'm just on that constant scroll right so i want to take two minutes of every podcast that we do we can call it like the corner or the spot and i just want to highlight a band real quick just say hey man i, I found this band highly recommend them all right. What do you think? I think it's a great idea. Great idea. Yeah. All right. So, I'm going to try to make it under two minutes, just that way we don't take a lot of time. All right. We're going to call it, let's call it The Corner. Okay. Okay? So, first first episode of The Corner, okay? Everybody who knows me knows that female, female vocalists are my all-time. Mm-hmm. I can tell you I have like five male uh, vocalists that I love mm-hmm. and like 80 fucking female vocalists. Right. So the other day I was scrolling through Spotify like I always do and I came across this girl named Ethel Kane. I thought the name was random. She looked kind of weird. I said, I'm, well, I'm going to check it out because her imagery, like the cover of her albums, they look real spooky and shit, right? Like Blair Witch style, like it'd be in a horror movie. So I started listening to it and I am in love she's um it's very she looks like she'd be a manson follower right oh you pulled her up <laughs> yeah yeah but, but her music is not what you would expect mm-hmm. very pretty very ethereal like it's like dark country at times it's rock at times it's electronic at times like it's very weird it's very dark it's very moody it's very sad like i love you know that kind of shit mm-hmm. so um i highly recommend her man right oh. now she's very unknown ethel kane incredible I gotta check it out. Yeah, that's my spotlight of the week. All right, Ethel Kane. All right, I'll I'll check her out. 
And I just started following. And if we well, we can probably put in the title somehow, Ethel Kane and whatever, right? Mm-hmm. However we figured it out. But yes, Ethel Kane, that's my spotlight for the week. Highly recommend her. She's incredible. Awesome. Incredible. You're incredible. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all, all right. right let's get on who wants to go i say you I, go first i i like going first every time i know you do <laughs> you don't ever wait for me <laughs> <laughs> i'm just a get on top type of guy <laughs> yeah you are <laughs> all yeah, right let me go get them type of gal and i love it <laughs> all right so if going back to the challenge was you challenged me to listen to spirit box yes and i challenge you to listen to m83 yes all right so drum roll all right so That's all a right long fucking pause right there my man <laughs> i know <laughs> i mean my notes aren't as long as il nino but um all right i'm gonna kind of go through my process as i was listening and then i'll so how did you do it though did i listened the to the very first? first no i went all the way to the beginning to the and EP i listened first. to yeah i listened okay. to the ep and then stuff which again like you said there was not a whole lot yeah so. yeah um so these were my notes but like my my as i'm reading my initial notes they're very different from how i feel now okay it's really weird well because you're probably taking them as you're going right <coughs> right, right so now exactly. that you've gone through the process right exactly yeah. so initially i was like okay i i think her voice was tolerable um tolerable so i was initial initial okay um also keep in mind real quick um i did go back to the ep mm-hmm. but when i first started when i was writing these notes it was actually listening to the new album okay um just because that was the first thing that popped up yeah and so um I just was in the car listening, whatever. Um, said, typically I hate the singing, screaming, uh, singing, repeat. But I don't know. She did it differently. She did it in a way that I found um, I actually enjoyed. Because um, you know... Okay, so for those of you that don't know, I'm the type where it's like... they gotta ring the doorbell oh it's a big package that's what he said (laughs) um i'm the type that either you're screaming or you're straight singing i hate the combination of the two really yes one of your favorite bands is norma jean and they do both (sighs) yes and i even have to kind of tolerate and get myself to tolerate that really yeah because i mean even going back to our old bands Mm -hmm. we did that but i think that's what made me hate it was i got really annoyed with the like it just became too predictable where it's like, oh, okay, you're going to sing a pretty verse. And then all of a sudden the chorus hits and it's like screaming and singing at the same time, or it's just screaming, or then there's the breakdown and then it's just screaming. So with me, it's like, dude, either do it all or don't do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but I found this to be very tolerable um, for lack of a better word. Um, and I started to look past getting through that typical, um i guess but you you have to admit she does it different right there's a lot more singing and then out of nowhere at the end it's just brutal part but also like what i wrote here was also the fact that it's it's a she and Um, her screams are just amazing better than most men (laughs) yeah yeah like that also was was a factor for me because it was like wow but i gotta remember this is a girl doing this yeah like that's not easy to do but see and that's i'm glad you brought that up right 
Yes, her screams are superior to any screamer. Well, not any, but I mean, she's up there, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of girls that do it. Like that girl um, that I sent you from that band, War Pig. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Amazing, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Um, what's her name? Damn it, I forgot her name. The girl from uh, In This Moment. Mm-hmm. She's amazing at it, too. Yeah. But Courtney LaPlante takes it to a That's her whole other level. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... Um, going now to the EP, um, music is actually pretty good. Um, and then I got into the second song, which was the Mara Effect Part oh, Two. Oh yeah. Okay, it's good, right? I I'm gonna I'm gonna bypass most of these notes because then I'm gonna go to kind of like from that point on, dude. I absolutely loved that freaking EP. I thought that that AP was just... I was just completely blown away. If you're trying to get a makeout <laughs> session, you got one. No, I'm I was in. completely and utterly blown away. Like, okay, first of all, I'm a guitarist first, yes. right? The guitar to me was... And, and you know what? The guitar player was able to do something that I, again, because of new metal, hate. Yeah. But he was able to do it where I actually like it, which is where it's the clean guitar and then the heavy or yeah. the clean guitar with the heavy. Again, I'm not a fan of that anymore because I think it's so it's just so overdone where it's like, boom, heavy song. And then all of a sudden, clean, pretty guitar. And yeah. then, boom, heavy, I mean, heavy uh, guitar. And then the pretty over the heavy guitar. I have... Okay, you're over that formula, but right, you still love pretty right, music but and you I, love heavy exactly. music. You, but we, we are now separating the words. Right. Yeah. But they did it so well. Like, and then her melodies over that right. was just done so well that honestly, no shitting you, I did not even want to move on from that EP. Wow. I just was listening to it over and over and over really? and over. Like, Holy shit. I just cannot, still cannot get enough of it. Like, I am actually looking forward to, like, driving just so, so I can listen to it. Are you mad that you didn't listen to me three years ago? <laughs> <laughs> no, because, uh, I don't know. I I just, I think it was it came in the, at the right time. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> So I'm going to kind of, then I went, but see, when I got into the new stuff, I felt like it kind of got a little watered down from the EP. Mm -hmm. Not to say I didn't like it. I did like it, but I felt like that EP was so strong that the new stuff, I was kind of like, well, no, why'd you stop doing some of this really cool stuff that you were doing before? Like it became, um, the production was really good, but it, it didn't have that, um, didn't have that technical aspect to it i think if uh if i'm right that <clears throat> i think their ep was self-produced her husband who's a guitar player right does everything rest oh. the music records programs the drums they don't even have well now they have an actual drummer right but all of their earlier stuff yeah was all programmed wow drums yeah no it was good and then i wrote here that bass player sucks Dude. right compared to yours i know it <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Dude, when he gets into the slap stuff, I was just—he's actually not even slapping. Really? Yeah. What's he doing? It's freaking know. amazing. Yeah. Um, oh wait, no, I think he is. Oh, you're talking about on the on, on that the EP. EP? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. There was a song on there that he's kind of slapping. Yeah. What stuff. I like about him, I'm not a big fan of follow the drums bass player. I do it mm-hmm. right when it calls for it. 
Um, but yeah, he does it very well. He's very tight about it. Right. Very tight. Yeah, I was, and then like he's very, uh, he knows when to follow the guitar. He right. knows when to drop. He knows. It's just so well put together. Yeah. Like, and then even her her vocals, like she hits some of the most beautiful notes at the most unexpected times. And you're just like, wow. And then she does the screaming thing, and it's just so powerful and so well done. It's just, it, I was just blown away, man. Completely, completely blown away. And so, um, two things to kind of end on because there's not really a whole lot I can say other than like, I, I love them. Like, I genuinely love them. Them entirely, not like, just yeah. the EP. Like, not just the EP. Wow. Like, yeah. I turned you into a believer. I've been trying for so long. <laughs> I know. I yeah, know. Outstanding. So, I wrote uh, as a final note on paper, it's everything I hate. Like, if you were to write down the description of this band, yeah. I'd be like, hell no, I'm not I'm never listening to that. Uh, but I absolutely love it. And then I put chills, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it gives me the chills it's so good right like oh my god you know i never i love you every day and i never ever imagined a day that i can love you any more than i already do but you know what i did you did it i love you more now well i mean um all the times i've ever wanted to hit you they're completely gone Yeah, I, I'm I'm a believer, man. Um, I'm actually looking forward to seeing what they do more. I really hope they don't go more simple. I hope they continue to to stay like on that technical tip. The thing that sucks, and I I think it may have affected um, the album. I, I may be wrong. I haven't looked into the process of how this album came about, mm-hmm. their full length. But again, all their stuff up until um, their album Eternal Blue, it was all self produced. Mm. And and she would even come out on on, on YouTube like videos saying, "Hey man, I know you guys keep asking us for more, but I work a nine to five. And I'm paraphrasing these. Right. I'm not quoting her. I work a nine to five. If I had the money to give you a single every month and a video, I would. But mm-hmm. she's like, this is we do we're doing this all on our own. Right. So now that they're on Rise Records, let's hope mm-hmm. you as a producer, you know, people come in and change shit. Yeah. Oh God. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can kind of tell a little bit, of, like you said, a little bit on the album felt a little tamed. Right. Right? Right. But let's see. It was very, uh, two bands came to mind. Um, very along the, like, loathe tip. Oh, yeah. I love how they're able to incorporate just those those deep tones in the guitar. What I love about their the heavy part of them is I'm not a fan. Like, nobody can see me moving my head right now. But if my head is bobbing, like you're listening to a hip-hop song on metal right i love it right i don't like like the fast twitch like metallica that (laughs) that shit doesn't do it for me like it's gotta have groove right and i love it when they get heavy it's just yeah it's not like weird it's just fucking chuggy and you know what i mean yeah and then the the to me uh one of the i i'm really big as a guitar player on finding the right note yeah finding the right time to go from like a higher chord progression to suddenly like diving deep into that low progression. So yeah. it gives you that like, Oh wow, where did that come from? Yeah. And they're really good at that. Yeah. They're really good at that. And they're the combination of, uh, the pretty and the heavy, they do it very well. Right. Um, Cause it's like, which it's is six... something I'd never thought I'd say ever again. Cause I hate that combination. Right. But they do it differently, yeah. especially with the way she sings. She's in, beautiful singer man like she's made it to my top right 
right she's incredible especially that song constance the one that you love yeah yeah right and that's and i love that song because it had such a great uh hook yeah it had such a great melody to it and it just was like oh wow you can't like help but not like that yeah um but yeah what about um, the song Belcara? Does that stick out to you at all? Yeah, that was on the EP, right? Yeah. That was like l- one of the later no, songs. No, I think no, I don't think Belcara was on the EP. Uh, I remember seeing that song though. Now I got to go back and listen. Yeah. Was it or was it the soft song? No, it's the one where she just comes out crazy screaming. Oh no. And then right in the middle she just drops off. Mhm. Let's just start singing. I got to go I got to go back. Oh. I'm actually looking forward to it. So I'm actually glad that I kind of cuz honestly I listened to that EP like 10 times. And then I went to I went to the new one. I kind of skimmed through it. That's eh, cool. I had already kind of heard some of it before. Mm-hmm. Um, then I went back to the EP and I couldn't get away from it. So then I forced myself to go back to the new one. And I literally just kind of went through it and didn't really. But I was just like, okay, this is it's good still. Now I appreciate what they're doing and I understand now wh- where they are. But I need to go back to the other one. And I went back to the other one and I just been listening ever since. Yeah. Do you, so have you done any uh, YouTubing, like their music videos or anything? No, like I haven't. I should okay. though. Yeah, I should. They have a. There's a, a video on on their channel where they do that EP mm-hmm. live, and it's incredible. It's oh just wow! Them in a room, great lighting, yeah, great camera. Oh, that's oh, cool. Oh, dude, when you see her scream live. Right. It looks like she's talking. I saw I saw one video. You sent it to me, but oh, a yeah. while back, long time ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was actually the first time that it kind of was like, hmm, that's wow. that's the song. That's, that's Belcara. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I I loved it. On, on a side note, too, it made me think about your daughter. Oh, that, that, <laughs> the, the video, the sound clip I sent. Yeah, you. <laughs> and all I could think is like, why is she not in a band doing this kind I, of stuff? It's she, just she so much cooler not, when it's a female. You know what's so weird about my kids, and I I don't know if it's like like with us, right? We we had this conversation before. I love country because of my dad. Mm-hmm. I love Sade in the '80s because of my mom. Right? Mm-hmm. Like it's because of what I grew up around. My kids hate, loathe, metal. Yeah. Like if it's chuggy, distortion, screaming, they're like, no. So sir. let me get. So for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, like Adrian's daughter knows how to growl, scream. Yeah. Like so, I was washing dishes one day, <laughs> and one of uh, I don't even I don't even remember how it happened. I don't even remember. She was she, probably mocking your music. She, yeah, she was mocking one of the Texas Cutthroat songs, <laughs> and I looked around and I said are you listening to this what, what are you doing she's like no check this out and she started doing it again and i said what the fuck i said hold on i said i gotta send this to your uncle paul i said do it again she's la- of course she was laughing the right. whole damn clip but i said shut up and just do it hurry up and do it and she did it and i sent it to you <laughs> you were like dude why isn't she in our band and you said something stupid yeah i was like dude she's better than you oh yeah and you, you got all mad you got a picture of this little girl she's Five foot two, soaking wet. You know what I mean? Yeah. hundred and th- I'm sorry, hundred and fifteen pounds, soaking wet. She's very little, my daughter, and she just and, fucking put out this growl, right? And, and in all honesty, it was good. Like it was not like, uh, like oh, she how cute she's playing. No, it was good. See, was... The funny thing about that is she walks around the house doing that all the time, <laughs> just because. Yeah, I <laughs> I thought that was pretty awesome. And man, again, there's a talent that'll never be used. Cause she refuses to listen to good music, man. I tell I her all the time. Both know. of them. Like Aiden's kind of more like, I, and I tell him, all right, you're the musician. Yeah. Out of everything that I listen to, 
like he and I like a lot of the same music. I I just don't only listen to metal music, right? Right. But the only band he's like, Dad, the only band I could probably stomach out of that shit you listen to is the Deftones, and he's like, and that's even that's very little. Right. I said, I can't wait to meet your real dad, my man, because I'm gonna smack the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I. I. Uh, I'm really happy with this challenge because it was not grueling at all it was actually enlightening and okay eye-opening that's so weird for the first time ever we are not half and half we are whole <laughs> exactly today we are whole yeah is yeah. it my turn <laughs> yeah all right i'm proud I'm, I'm glad though i'm glad that you actually like them now yeah i've been telling you for years dude <laughs> And it took this for yeah. you to listen to him. Yeah. But it's like you said, maybe it's right place, right time for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think so. As a matter of fact, I think about two, three years ago when I first started listening to them, you were still on that fuck distortion bullshit trip oh, you yeah. were on for a while. Probably, yeah. 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 I think that's what it was. It's because nobody was writing good riffs anymore. Yeah, and, I'll and, give you and, that. And that's what changed. That's what I loved about this. Yeah. Those are good guitar riffs. Yeah. It's so hard to find guitar players. <sighs> There's two types of guitar players these days and real quick there's a technical guitar player that mm -hmm. just riffs and riffs and riffs and riffs and there's just no rhyme or reason they're just riffing and as from a technical standpoint it's like yeah hey, that's pretty cool but music theory is completely thrown out the window not to say that music theory is the greatest thing because i actually yeah, like throwing it out the window sometimes uh, but when you have I a technical riffer this comes from dimebag daryl my favorite guitar player of all time because if you listen to pantera riffs they are all amazing right. and different. right? And so nowadays, you either have the technical riffer or you have the strumming the chord riffer. Yeah. And it's always those freaking pretty chords and the pretty combination of chords. And it's just, oh, it gets so old so quick. Yeah. And me, I'm a, like, even if the riff is simple, as long as it's a good, well-sounding riff, well thought out, it's... That's what I like. And anyways, Spirit Box does that really well. They do it on both fronts. They have the technical and they have the pretty stuff. Right. But they do it really well. And there's a lot of... You can tell that the guitar player puts thought into what he's doing. And it's not just like, just to do it. And it's weird. You go listen to their... Well, I mean, she joined a band that was already established, right? Mm -hmm. And her husband was in this band also. Um, they used to be in a band called I Wrestled a Bear Once. Mm -hmm. And it's just fucking night and day that's a great name i know <laughs> it, it it's it was great when she joined but of course again she joined the set band their sound was set it was that mid 2000 like angry type metal you know like early bring me the horizon type shit you know what i mean yeah yeah what you know i don't like that. did i just find your new challenge <laughs> i believe i did sir <laughs> all right well i'm glad i'm glad you did and you just you done fucked yourself because i already know <laughs> <laughs> note to self make paul listen and bring me the horizon <laughs> dude they're amazing i tried actually <clears throat> no i don't think you tried hard enough no i did their their earlier albums suck because it was just that chaotic screamo shit that like that was pop the hot topic screamo is what i call it right yeah when they first started but when you get into the later stuff oh my god i think there was one song that i liked but i remember when i heard them i i couldn't i couldn't i kept trying and trying and trying and trying because you kept sending me their stuff i just couldn't get into them man. i remember well, thinking it... this is like breaking benjamin but a little bit <gasps> a little bit better are you high <laughs> what did you just say <laughs> 
Like they were not for, that they sound like them. It just gave me that same feeling. Forget everything I just said. I'm back to wanting to hit, hit you. Okay, I no longer love you a lot. Wow, new yeah. challenge. But uh, you know what? We're gonna give ourselves a break. Yeah, exactly. Let's take a little bit of break. Yeah, I'm tired of listening to three bands for three months. I know. All right. So, I was tasked to listen to a band that I thought I fucking hated. Mm. Boy, was I wrong. Wow. Boy, was I. And this is why I say today we are not half and half. We are whole. Yeah. Because we both fell in love with this challenge. Really? Wow. So, backstory. I'm hugely into electronic music. I've been into electronic music since the 90s, right? Um, DJ Shadow is everything to me. That's no secret. I love Bjork. I love Astero. Um, Portis Head, like I just love electronic music, Aphex Twin. I just love it. Okay, so the early two thousands was a pivotal moment for me on the electronic front because I just really dove real deep into it. Right, I found this band called Perfume Seventy Three. I just started listening to a lot of electronic music, and I am shocked, shocked that that this they did not come my way. Because dude, I dove. Dina and I would go to best buy and circuit city and i would just sit there and start at the a's and and look for shit to listen to right and i am shocked that these guys did not even touch my radar so m83 started off a solo guy right he's from europe Europe, those european guys know their electronic music Mm -hmm. i agree and um so the first album i really was man i said please god I pray to you all the time. I defend you <laughs> against these devil worshippers. I fight for life for you. Please let me get through this one. Mm-hmm. The first song, I almost cried. Really? And I said, wait a minute. I said, no. I even got logged out of my Spotify. I said, no, bullshit. There's like four bands called M83. M83. This is not. This can't be the M83. Yeah. This has to be M83 dot or M83 <laughs> ampersand, whatever, right? Like right. I said, this is not the same band. A lot of says, okay, so sure shit, it, it was. Went to song two. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Am I like in a parallel universe? I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. The whole album progressed, and I was shocked, dude. Wow. Like, blown the fuck away. Now now the cussing's going to go up a notch, because I'm real <laughs> passionate about this. Blown away. I mean, they, they're in that category. Nightmares on Wax. That, that type of electronic music that I love. I said, oh my god the fuck remember I, I even texted you like almost an hour and a half later i said dude you got through the first i'm album. already out down one album yeah. and you're like what yeah i yeah. said that should tell you something right went on to the second album oh my god even better all electronic right with this with the spritz here of you know yeah a very, slight vocal yeah, whatnot. all electronic yep and so when you had told me i just want you to focus on youths of saturday or saturday whatever the hell it's called and the Hurry Up album. Mm-hmm. I almost did that. Right. And I'm glad I did it. Right. So, so yeah, glad. so I told you, I said, skim through the first three. Because yeah. they're long and soundtrack-ish. And yeah. it could take a little bit to get through. But I wanted you to hear it because I, a little part of me was like, oh, I think Adrian probably will I, uh, Yeah, not this. probably. It's like, I'm glad I did not. Right. Those The first two albums are on repeat. Right amazing wow i told you the other day <clears throat> mon tobin his out his uh Cuj- Cujo project like electronic music to me is just 
I love it. Mm -hmm. Take Radiohead, for example. I've always loved Radiohead from day one. Right. But the minute Kid A dropped, I almost shit myself. Yeah. That album was amazing. Still is to this very day. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then you get on to the third album. Still um, hugely electronic. What? (laughs) Sorry. What? When you said you almost shit yourself, my mind started wandering. (laughs) (laughs) About every text message we've sent the past three months. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody likes those code browns, everybody. (laughs) So, um, yeah, the third album is equally as great. But, so the third album, you could start hearing... Mm It go in a different direction. Right. There's more live instruments. There's mm-hmm. more drums, more guitar, more bass. Right. Though they kept the root, right? There's more singing on it. <clears throat> Still a good album. Not as good as the first two, but I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. So then you get on to um, the Saturday Equals Youth album. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So, first song, I'm like, ah, there it is. <laughs> the, the stuff that I've there shown you. Is. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, but... I don't I don't know what album you showed me then. I remember the album cover. Because mm-hmm. I remember I was at work. I was on nights. You and I were texting about music. And you said, dude, please, if you love me, that's how you always get me. <laughs> if you love me, you listen to this song. And I remember the album cover. I remember that specifically. I don't know what I didn't like about it. So here's what I'm getting at. So this album, stupid. And people that don't know us kids from the 80s and 90s stupid is good <laughs> right it's fucking ridiculous this right. album right yes. i did not get it okay so there's a song called skin of the night love love the female vocals again let's go back to the ethel kane comment right i love female singers right love them had a great 80s vibe um what i love about him vocally right and you and i kind of go back and forth on this i call it the quiet cool right mm-hmm it's like what i love about sade right sade is not your typical technical singer with the vibrato and these crazy notes and shit she just has an amazing voice and it's quiet and it's cool right right even the music projects that we work on Mm -hmm. that you let me do vocals all my acoustic stuff Mm -hmm. the the electronic stuff i put vocals on i'm always a fan of quiet cool that's what i like to do the quiet cool right not the showy shit that's what i love about him it's the quiet cool yeah right so that that got me right off the bat because every song is like that for him right and he's using his voice as another instrument right it's soft it's airy the melodies are great right um it's like you said it's another layer it's not trying to like be a vocalist singer like showcasing your voice exactly it's just adding that extra instrument exactly exactly and that's what i love about it because i relate to it because that's what i like to do Mm -hmm. when we put vocals on stuff right so there's another song called uh colors but it's Colaires, I guess, in, mm-hmm. Fran- in French. Dude, love it. It's a dance style, dancey style song, right? Oh, I didn't think you would like that. Wow. Dude, half of my electronic yeah. shit is dancey. But I think it's because it goes back to you were saying how you hated that happy shit. And it's very along that line, those lines. No, no, no. Not. I have to. I, I, it's because I can't picture, I can't find good examples of the happy folk kumbaya shit I don't like. Yeah. The only bands that ever come to mind are like, I think, and I thought about this just a couple of days ago. I think, and but this is another great band that you have no idea. I think you're you're you got them confused with MGMT. I think, th- and I was thinking the same thing. I was working out yesterday, listening to them, and I'm like, I, what the fuck was I thinking? And then that band popped in my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Don't don't do it to me. 
Dude, don't. MGMT is great, uh, man. Uh, they're look, great. One band at a time. I will not say. I will say they're not as good as M83, but they are. They're along that those same. Yeah. Um. So that song, uh, color colors, whatever. I love it because it's dancey. Mm-hmm. What I love about the way he does his music is the way I do my electronic music, right? Mm-hmm. So you have one format through the song, but the last few bars, I like to change it up. Right. right? So what he does on his that I love, again, and I've never heard them before, so we, we do the same shit, is that he'll keep the same um, instrument parts, mm-hmm. but the drums change. Right, right. Uh, and that's when I was like, fuck, I do that too. Right. So I love that about that song. And there's a song called Up, um again love the female vocals it's a great moody song um when i heard that song what okay this album overall gave me real strong late 80s early 90s to mid 90s electronic vibe right this song in particular really reminded me of something across the lines of shakespeare's sister or enigma those style of bands right 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 i love shakespeare's sister so when i heard that i was like oh man that's cool right like you don't hear a lot of people trying to sound like Shakespeare's sister. Not that he was trying to sound like them. Right. But I haven't heard that that what, feel. What about going back to, I think it was the second or maybe third album. There's a song there that is, it's all instrumental. It's very like, has distorted guitars. It's kind of like oh, a yeah. downbeat. Yeah. I can't remember what that one was called. That was on the third one. Oh shit, I don't think I wrote and it And it down. just comes out of nowhere. You're just like, what? Yeah. It's out... I forgot the name of the song. I didn't write it down, but it's got like that. Head. Yeah. It was like a very um, grand song. Right. Like right. like that. Yeah, with psh- like distorted guitars yes. and like Smashing Pumpkins, yes. Shoegaze. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That was on the third album. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so that song, you know, I got a real '80s vibe on this album, and then there's another song called "We Own the Sky." Oh, yeah. Dude. Wow. Yeah. I'm telling you. I was scratching my head, my ass, my nuts. Like, I could not figure <laughs> out what was going on here. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right. But it's like it's like you said with Spirit Box. Right place, right time, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, another song, uh, one of my favorites, Too Late. Very sad, very mellow. Dude, loved it. So then I got on to Hurry Up, the next album. That's my favorite album. That's your favorite album. It's good. Not as good as the first four. Yeah. It's good. Right. I still like it. There's great songs on it. A song called Wait. Yes. Good, good acoustic song. That is my favorite yeah, song from a, them of all time. <clears throat> that's a great song. There's a, another song called Raconteur. I don't like the song, but the mm-hmm. bass line was great. Oh, okay. Bass yeah. line was great. Um, Claudia Lewis. Mm, 80s vibe, but I liked it. Um, what I did love about this album is almost every other song, there was a small minute and a half electronic oh song. right between yeah right. Mm-hmm. The, the filler songs yeah i love that um soon my friend i love the music not a fan of the vocals see and that's when he starts getting into the the uppity mm-hmm. shit yeah right yeah mm-hmm. and that and that's what i noticed um the style that i that i didn't like about them mm-hmm. was on that album okay right you know what i mean right right it's still largely electronic but it had more of like that uppity shit and i don't mean like, I love dance music, right? It's, 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 right? Right. Like, I love that. To me, that's not like the uppity I'm talking about. Right. It sounded more mean. more folky, more like cheeky. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Uh-huh. Um, my Tears Are Becoming a Sea. Uh, oh, that that's the... Which, which album was that one? 
hold on let me look that up i suck with with names of songs and names of albums i usually have to go back like when you're like dude this one song and you tell me the name and then i gotta go back and usually i'm i'm okay but yeah especially with uh with them so it's so expensive oh i know that's the name of the song that's not the name of the album that's the name of the song yeah my tears are becoming a sea that's that's a great song Mm because that also has one of those like real loud sigurosk-esque radiohead right right you know what i mean Mm -hmm. that was a great song so i got through all of those albums i didn't quite make it to the last yeah the last three is the 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 last the ones after that they're that's when they really the way i see this group is i see them as like constantly expanding and broadening their horizons right um after that album they're still good but it's not as easy to swallow. I'm still going to listen to it. <laughs> I'm still going to listen to it. Like, right. I still want to hear these albums because okay. I'm I'm fully invested now. Okay. Fully. Awesome. Love this band. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I always gave you shit. Yeah. I'd get mad at you when you would put this shit on. Like, Yeah. Well, that's what gave me the idea for the challenge. We were working on guitars, and one of the songs came on with the female vocalist. Oh, yeah. And you were like, who is this? And I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> it's, it's M83, man. And you were like, just change the subject. Yeah, fuck that bad. Yeah. Uh, dude, I regret it. I regret that I didn't find them in the early 2000s. Because, again, I was like right, laser focused on electronic music at that point. So, two things. <clears throat> One, did you, now do you understand what I meant when I said it's an experience? Yes. Okay. Yes. You know me. I love the stories. I love the evolution. I love all of that. And I saw it. I heard it. I heard it. And then especially Saturdays equals youth. Oh, right. Yeah. I am sorry, dude. Like, I I apologize for talking shit, but I'm, I'm more sorry for myself that it took me this long. Right. You know what I mean? That was the first album I heard. And that album in itself was just an experience. Right. A great experience. Right. I can't listen to them while I'm working out, right? Right, but right. But when you're driving home at 5.30 in the yes, morning and exactly. it's pitch black outside, that's what I want to listen to. Exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It, but it, it honestly, it reminds me of shit that we do, though. Look, mm-hmm. for people that don't know, Paul and I have a million projects in our mind, mm-hmm. right? And it's just a matter of doing it. Right. So our electronic electronic project has always been one of our soon-to-be priorities. We just haven't, haven't had a chance to sit down and do it. And to be honest... Well, we it, have. We've done a couple of songs. We have, but, but yeah. not, not the way we want. Right. Like, we want mm-hmm. to promote it as its own project, right? So mm-hmm. the project is called Headdress, and it's, it's going to have bass. We did one song. We did one song. Um, I have like seven songs that I still need to send you to put, you know, so you can dabble with and chop it up and do your part. But it'll have live guitars, it'll have live bass, but largely electronic. Right. right? Um, But it reminds me a lot of like how we write our electronic music. I like that flow and you like that pretty part. The the progressive build up. Right, Mm -hmm. right. So when I heard it, I'm like, damn, it sounds like the shit we do. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Um. They're one of the few bands that, when I listen to them, they inspire me to write. And it doesn't have to be like writing electronic music. They just, listening to them makes me want to go into the studio and just block out the world and just write a record. Uh, uh, and what? 
<laughs> no, I That's mean, what I'm saying. From... I love music so much, except my own projects. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do. I just throw away 80% of what I write. Yeah, we're going to stop that. <laughs> we're going to stop that. I mean, I mean, come on. If you were to open up my hard drive, yes. you would find a bunch of dick pics. But beyond that... <laughs> <laughs> Who's dicks, you whore? <laughs> You're a whore, Peter. No. Beyond, you would find... If you opened up all of my hard drives from every computer I've had over yes. the last 20 years, yeah. you would probably have 500, 600 songs from metal to uh electronic to acoustic to piano i mean you name it yeah. i mean you know how many songs i've written yeah the difference is is that i just choose to like not like it and discard it and it's there so when i die yeah you know i see you and i are so different on that front see we just ruined the whole now we're back to half and half <laughs> like like i said i've had it i have an entire acoustic album lyrics and all right I have an entire electronic album, though I don't consider that mine because I wrote it for a headdress with you in mind, right? Like, there's a lot of empty spaces for you or whatever. But, um, and I, I want to put it out mm-hmm. just to, I, I don't care if people like it or not. Like, it's it's a part of my story. Right. It's something that, that I've done. Right. I've never been a musician to shit on other musicians because that's their art, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think the same with mine, like, whether you like it or not, I mean someone's bound to like it you right. know what i mean like right. it's not for everybody but who doesn't like sappy acoustic music and that's the best kind of music is when you do it for yourself oh yeah you i don't know? ever sit down with the intentions of well obviously right because i save all my really pushing music mm-hmm. is our stuff right? right that's always my goal but when i'm at home and i'm just fiddling around on the acoustic and something happens to come i just let it fly and then Go i finish it, it. yeah and um, I think all of our music has always been written that way. All of our music has always been written like, what makes us feel good? Yeah. Um, how are we feeling right now? What kind of music are we... Which is why we have pro- so many projects, because we dabble into so many different types of music. I know. I know. And we've always talked about combining everything, but it's, it's easier said than done. Uh, yeah. Which is why I think it's... You know, we have the Texas Cutthroat, which is you, myself, and now Pepe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, can, I can say that now yeah, or no? Yeah, he's okay. jamming with us. Yeah. Okay, and then um, we have tragic landing that we want to try to yeah. resurrect, which is our, you know, pretty sometimes heavy, sometimes yeah. electronic. I get to really experiment and do all the fun stuff that I could. I was never able to do in any of the yeah. other bands that we did. Yeah, and um, well, both projects will be will have our our friend Justin on them. Mm-hmm. Um, so we still have those two projects. Our brother. Our Adrian. brother. I'm sorry. Yes, our brother. <laughs> and then and then we have Headdress, which right. is our electronic, which I, to me, I've always said, let's just fucking push them all at the same time. Yeah. To me, the electronic thing, if we really sat down. Dude, we could sit in here for like three days and, and it'll do be an entire album. Done. That stuff comes easy and yeah. But um, going back to M83 really quick, one last mm-hmm. thing I want to throw in there. You know what really just put them in my eyes on this pedestal is when I saw them perform live. Oh, that's you have right. yet to ex- the Austin thing. Right? Yes, oh, you have yet to experience that. Yeah, that like oh my god, going from hearing them and experiencing them and having that like that feel to seeing them perform outside. And the visual aspect that they add to the music and the way they do it and how well they do it. Oh, my God, man. 
honest to God, top five for sure, maybe even top three best shows I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, you told me. And when you told me, I was like, son of a bitch right here. I don't even know what he's talking about. This guy's high. What do you mean? <laughs> but now that I hear the music yeah, and I hear the journey, I hear the notes and how it's composed and the way this album is put together, uh, 100%, I, I don't doubt you that that was an amazing show. It's, they really, they give you an experience during right. their show. Right. And, and that's something you and I have always spoke about. Like we love playing, well, me more so than you, but I could play shows every weekend. Right. Love it. But we always go out to give the audience a show, mm-hmm. right? Not necessarily in the, um, the lights aspect and, you know, fog machines and shit like that, but I don't like seeing boring people. Yeah. Just standing there. Yeah. Just standing around and it's like. I'll give you a great example of that. One of my favorite bands, dude, probably top 20 in the last couple of decades, Arctic Monkeys. I know it's a band that you probably wouldn't like. Uh, dude, yeah. don't. You better not. I, I, will, I, will, <laughs> I will outright say, nope, no ma'am, I'm not doing it. Arctic Monkeys are amazing. I saw them live. I was so disappointed, man. It was just, they're standing there playing their instruments there was no performance the stage setup was really cool but like i i don't know i i was just so bored yeah i was bored i was like i could just be listening to this and like why why am i watching these guys and it sucks because they're such a good band at least in my opinion they're such a good band but yeah and that see and that that's what you and i come from an era where we called it throwing down especially rock bands metal bands new metal bands it's like dude time to throw down man like to see a like a metal band or like a heavy band just standing there Mm -hmm. aggravates the shit out of me man and then especially now you'll see bands that aren't metal aren't heavy that are throwing down dude like a good example is the band phoenix the drummer oh my god phoenix yeah they're called phoenix if i play a song for you you'll recognize it but you probably won't like it it's probably along that tip again with the songs that you don't like but that drummer holy crap i have never seen a drummer who's in the background steal the show. <laughs> like, really? He's so good. Oh my god. But um I'll check him out. Yeah. Now I don't not that I don't not that I ever doubted you because <laughs> I've always you play the if you love me card, I'm gonna do it. Right. And so I always gave your bands a chance. Right. But now I think I'm not gonna stop at the one song. And mm-hmm. I'm just gonna ask you, all right, what else do they have to offer right. aside from this one song? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 I think too partially that was my mistake cuz I was sending you a lot of the songs that I like that were hits. Yeah. And those are the very simple like catchy yeah. 3-4 minute songs. Um It's just sometimes when you send a 9 minute song of like ominous tones and like <laughs> just kind of uh moving forward. No, but that's keys. the shit I love yeah, though. Yeah, I know. I know. Dude, that's I'm telling you, those first two albums, I'm shocked. Yeah. Shocked, dude, because I'm telling you, I dug deep into the electronic world around that time. Deep. What I, I had an inkling that you might like it when you were, when you were reading the, the, the background. Yeah. And you saw that it said something about Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. And I saw your eyes light up and I was like, oh. Yeah. Two, the two words that you can always get me with are Smashing Pumpkins and Shoegaze. Yeah. I'm a huge shoegaze fan. And that's what huge. the the main dude wrote, right? Yeah. That he that was an insp- inspiration for him. Yeah. But I love that he did it with electronic right 
music, right. right? I mean, again, the third album, you hear the progression, you hear more live instruments, this, that, and the other. But he took that foundation of what I love about shoegaze. And for people who don't know, it's like Slow Dive, Lush, Cocktoo Twins. Like, shoegaze is just an amazing genre. My Bloody Valentine or the King and Queens in my eyes, you know. Right. But it takes you on, like, this moody experience. It's pretty. It's spacey. It's like, and he did that electronically. And right. That's what I loved about it. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty amazing. Yeah, you're amazing. I'm I'm, I'm in. Thank you. I I'm sorry. I'm really glad you liked it. Yeah, I'm. I'm, you, I'm I never thought I'd hear you say those words. And I never thought I'd hear you say I love spirit box. <laughs> Look at us. I know, right? It took us twenty six, twenty seven years to get here. <laughs> um. So I guess we're gonna have to name uh, the podcast one hundred percent. One hundred percent. 100 cent yeah um yeah i think that was a good challenge because the outcome was. was very different yeah so. but we're gonna take a break oh yeah i like, agree t t my lungs are burning <laughs> <laughs> all right last final words on that nope i love it thank you so the electronic music fans out there if you've yet to hear m83 coming from a now believer <laughs> from a huge non-believer amazing yeah. recommend it highly also don't uh, i still want you to tell me what you think of the later albums oh yeah no I'm, I'm telling you i'm in i just didn't get a chance to again i cheated right the limp biscuit thing but that first album dude i heard it more than once that really is cheating it is that's like um it is it's like being in a relationship and just i don't know how are you gonna cheat with limp biscuit <laughs> but when the guy is hot the guy is hot what can you do man <laughs> <laughs> oh my god all right closing thoughts anything? that's it no thank you everybody again uh, hopefully you guys are enjoying our challenges again we're going to be doing more of these I, th I think it's fun i love challenging you because oh, yeah. this is the only way i can get you to do yeah. shit that i've been trying for years no i think it's good and honestly for the next challenge i think i'm gonna have to really give it some deep thought yeah to who i want to challenge you with. yeah because the whole the whole purpose of these challenges for me anyhow is to enlighten you and to get you right. like interested in a new artist right vice versa yeah. yeah like okay let's take ethel kane that's not a challenge for me because i know you're gonna like her right i know you are right you know what i mean right so yeah thank you again everybody we uh we're gonna keep doing this more and more we're gonna take a little break probably in the next one or two mm -hmm. um and also paul gave me the go ahead we got the corner coming so every 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 episode i'll be presenting a new band just for you guys to check out um shit that i know that it's not popular and you have to really dive for i'll do all the work for you right. and bring them to you awesome. awesome all right thank you guys all right bye bye, bye.